Welcome to the Trinity Reformed Church Podcast. Exhortation by Larson Hicks on April 25th, Lord's Day Service. Our exhortation this morning comes from Proverbs chapter 29, verse 25, which says, The fear of the Lord, excuse me, the fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. We live in a complex and perilous time. Before we say or do anything, we run through a zillion calculations in our heads. Will this offend my mother-in-law? Will this get me in trouble with my employer? Will this be used against me someday? Is this illegal now? Am I even allowed to say this? There seems to be so many new uh, rules, written and unwritten, that dictate what we can say or do. And the most important rule of the day is that you, have, you cannot ever offend anyone, ever. Like Vody Bauckham says, the 11th commandment is to be nice, and really the other 10 don't count. But we must remember what the Proverbs teaches us. The fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. The world has always been full of powerful hypocrites who tie heavy burdens up, and lay them upon the people's shoulders. But Jesus' burden is light, and his yoke is easy. He even simplified all of the law. When he was asked what the greatest commandment was, he replied, Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, and with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love thy neighbor as yourself. All of the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. And so for God's people... These really are the only two filters we need to run our words and actions through. Am I loving God, and am I loving my neighbor? Of course, we have to define love biblically, the way that God loves us through his word and by his word. These days, however, truly loving God and loving your neighbors can get you in trouble, and it's frequently an act of courage to do so. For instance, there might be real consequences for refusing to call same-sex unions marriage or to call biological men women, or a political power grab a pandemic, or the new racism as social justice. We live in a time where simply speaking the truth can get you in actual trouble. By the way, I would would commend you to read um, Jason Cherry's most recent blog post on this topic about speaking the truth. It's on the, 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 the blog on Trinity's website. C.S. Lewis said that courage is not simply one of the virtues, but it's the form of every virtue at the testing point, which means at the point of the highest reality. What he means is that you can't really pat yourself on the back for for, for being, let's say, fair or just until you're put in a position where doing so would put you at actual risk, risk to your own well-being. When biblical justice becomes viewed as evil by those around you, It actually takes courage to be committed to justice. If you fail to remain virtuous when it becomes difficult, then your virtue has failed the test. It's easy not to steal if you grow up rich. It's easy not to lie before when speaking the truth wouldn't get you into trouble. So how do we get courage? Where does courage come from? What I'd like to encourage you to consider today is that for the believer, courage and faith are inextricably linked. In order to remain courageous to overcome man, it requires faith in God. In fact, 
Would you believe that the most commonly uh, commanded, most common commandment that God gives his people in all of scripture is to do not be afraid? Over and over and over, God says, don't be afraid. Do not fear. For Christians, courage is not simply a matter of willpower, right? To do the right thing and, and, and to, to not be scared. Courage is a matter of faith. Faith, not in our own virtue or not in our own ability to stand up and do the right thing, um, but in the living God who promises to be your salvation, to be your strength and your shield. Lacking courage usually means lacking faith. If courage is the testing point of all virtue, as C.S. Lewis says, then faith is really the source of all courage. Joshua 1.9 says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And so, brothers and sisters, this morning I want to exhort you to not be afraid. Be courageous and trust God. He commands it. But he also gives you the faith that you need to be courageous. And I conclude with this encouragement from Romans chapter 8. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is, who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, he was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us now. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as the sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Thanks for listening. If you want to find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's trinityreformedkirk.com.